Hi everyone and welcome to Be True, my podcast about the writing I love and the writing I do. I promise I won't rhyme the whole time. <laughs> That's late career Leonard Cohen. <laughs> I'm John Tessitore and today I can never know how I will feel tomorrow. For my collection, I sit at this desk and dream. You can find it and all of my work at johntessitore.com. I'll start the podcast today where the poem starts. It's an unusual opening for a poem published in one of my long poem checkbooks, in that this section has an epigram. The epigram comes from an interview with a literary, musical, and personal hero of mine, one of the very few who have survived my youth, possibly because I discovered him for myself as an adult, and that is the incomparable Leonard Cohen. Here's the quote from 1980. Women and God are the only things that interest me. (laughs) Now, that's not a quote that plays particularly well in 2024. It flirts with two things that our culture has never handled very well and really handles poorly today, sex and religion. But that's exactly why I chose it. In some ways, our squeamishness is a good thing, a sign of progress. The Me Too movement has proven conclusively that guys like Cohen and me don't get to define healthy sex for everyone else, or what is and what isn't acceptable. And everything about our political lives at home and abroad has proven that God warps everything he touches, so we should be very, very careful when speaking about both of these topics. However, sex and the spirit are at my core, and we're at Cohen's core, and are probably at your core in one way or another, and we can't just ignore them or deny them or wish them away or outrage ourselves into silence or even just cower in silence. And frankly, I don't want to ignore them. I want to live in them. But how do we do that? How do we handle them? Answering that question is a life's work. That's why we're all seekers. As a seeker, and shortly before I found my way to Cohen for good, I found my way to Soto Zen the Buddhist practice imported to Japan from China through the wanderings and writings of another literary historical hero of mine, Aihei Dogen, born in the year 1200. Like other important but alien ways of thinking, like French post-structural philosophy, for example, Dogen's Zen is hard to describe and must be experienced through practice. But it is a stripped-down version of Buddhism that focuses almost exclusively on sitting meditation and attention to the present moment. If you find your way into it and experience it, it can be very powerful. Now, as I was teaching myself to sit down and shut the fuck up, also a life's work, (laughs) I started listening to Cohen with some seriousness, not realizing at first that Cohen, too, had done some sitting. This was just cosmic coincidence, but it was very meaningful to me. In 1994, after a very unusual career as a serious poet who'd studied with Canada's poet provocateur, Irving Leighton, and as a novelist who had already published some truly weird and wonderful work, and finally as a sui generis troubadour, Cohen found himself at the very edge of pop stardom having experienced all the problems that came with music and celebrity in the 1970s and 1980s. That's when he retreated to Mount Baldy Zen Center in the San Gabriel Mountains outside of Los Angeles. Mount Baldy is dedicated to Rinzai Zen, 
which is different from Soto, but still involves a whole lot of sitting. And there, on Mount Baldy, Cohen sat. Under the guidance of his Roshi, Joshu Sasaki, whom he credited with saving him at a difficult time. So here we are now, Cohen and me. <laughs> Two sex-obsessed, spirit-obsessed white guys sitting on our pillows, trying to concentrate on the fundamentals, on what is real and what is just our crazy human brains making shit up and trying to destroy us. I can never know how I will feel tomorrow, and I can always say that I was wrong yesterday. This is presence. This is what I hear my Roshi say. And also, that love is what divides forgetting from forgotten. My Roshi's belief in the moment flirts with fatalism, how very Leonard Cohen, and lends us every excuse for acquiescence. Yet my Roshi's version of love is also the logical conclusion to every search and human yearning. As long as we are conscious beings, we will seek these two connections so that our daily chores will someday feel the same as endless praying and give us the health, the strength, the time, and just enough youth for making love or, rather, for as much sacred fucking as our dying bodies can take. I know. That last line is a gut punch. No apologies. The religious and the sexual, the spiritual and the erotic, the sacred fuck, these are ancient human energies that drive us, that inspire creativity, that inspire war too, just ask Homer. But they're what make us go. Not exclusively. There are other forms of love that I would include as well, but sex and the spirit are equally important. They're the vital forces. And for that reason, they are energies that we need to understand and learn to control to the best of our abilities, but not to deny. The thing that concerned me about Soto Zen when I started studying was that it seemed to leave me isolated, quiescent, too quiet and calm to live a meaningful social life, that it lent us every excuse for acquiescence. If the future and the past, that is, any time that isn't the present moment, if the future and the past are only imaginary, why do anything at all? And then it occurred to me, what's left when I get up from this pillow and re-enter my day, speaking for myself, but I'm assuming I'm not alone in this, when I get up and try to live, what's left are sex and the spirit. Two drives for connection, two avenues for my love, two of my lifelong obsessions. And that's when I realized that I was drawn to Cohen because I'd been trying to write Leonard Cohen songs my whole life, since I was a kid, and still try every day. I caught the darkness. I was drinking from your cup. I caught the darkness. said, is this contagious? She said, just drink it up. And so, in the hope that you catch the darkness and engage in some sacred fucking someday soon, this is John Tessitore concluding another installment of Be True. 
If you've listened this long, thank you. You can find more about my work at johntessitori.com. But first, Leonard Cohen's final album, You Want It Darker. Released 17 days before he died in 2016. Listen like you're going to church. Special thanks to me for today's theme music, which I call G Chord. Maybe we'll talk again, and if you enjoy this little podcast, leave some stars or a review and tell your friends. In the meantime, I gotta feed the dog. All right, Luna. I'm coming.